Greetings, DC Fandom and Domers. Ezra Miller here. Live from the set of The Flash, it looks like this. Welcome to the show. I am Scott. And I'm Joe. And we're just another movie night. And this is before and after reviews where we go see a brand new movie in the theater and share our thoughts before and after. And today we're doing a comic book film. This would make you very happy. You would think. DC doesn't have a good track record. No, unfortunately. We're doing The Flash tonight. And... uh you could a, not sound more defeated, by the way. I'm a I'm a giant DC Comics fan, and uh, I don't know if anybody likes knows that, but I I like comic books. I um, did not know that. I didn't think you did. That's why I keep pointing it out every single episode we do. <laughs> um, yeah, I look. When I first saw this trailer, I was giddy. Naturally, I was extremely excited because there's a couple things in here that I got excited about. You know, I mean, seeing the Flash on big screen, and uh, there's a couple of stuff like, uh, I think there's two Flashes going back to back and like doing the Speed Force off of each other in the trailer, and there's Michael Keaton's Batman returning. Oh, well, that made everybody lose their shit when they saw the trailer. The score is all over the place. It was wicked in the trailer, Uh, and having the old school score for Batman to come back, and you know, stuff like that really kind of worked on me. But then there's so many other things. Look, the, let's uh, just get it out there in the open. Ezra Miller. Yep. This guy. This I mean, guy. this guy's a schmuck. Like, I know that a lot of the things that have been brought uh, against him were kind of media blown out of proportion a little bit without facts. He is a little out of... And I shouldn't even say he... he well, non-binary yeah. human. And uh, this person, he... Oh, I'm so bad at that. Uh, he, he can't make good decisions. And he got so many like brawls and bars and just doing dumb things. I think a lot of the things that he did, like people were saying he kidnapped somebody. But I think that was blown out of proportion. I think he was living on a farm and he lied and said those people weren't there. They were hiding there. And I think that it wasn't a kidnapping, but a bunch of people were trying to hide out from other people. Right. And I think that it was put out there that he was holding them hostage, but that wasn't what was going on. And then there was like, uh, I think that person also wanted to say that he was grooming their kids because he lied and he was famous. So they were trying to like get their kids back or whatever. But I think there was like a whole bunch of people. I, I think that's... I think that's a bunch of stuff that was kind of blown up. I, I don't know I all of know. the facts. Yeah, how much do you but... really believe about this stuff? You know, like people want to extort extort celebrities all the time. Yeah, Not exactly. that he's innocent. I don't know the whole truth. No. But whatever, there's, there's a lot of controversy around him. Yeah, he went nuts. And, and he did a lot of crazy things. Uh, while, like right after this movie was being worked on, I don't know what the hell people like this, when they get like celebrity status why they go so out of their minds i guess it's that they're being offered all these things you know drugs are just coming to you and you know fame is just making you able to do whatever you want was he was he into drugs i don't even know if he's not on drugs doing all the crazy shit he was doing then you know who knows yeah but like again we're guessing we don't really know anything about this person so we're only hearing and speculating but it's a shame because the dc movie universe has been plagued by problem after problem so many issues and it never stopped you know it really it's it's a sad state of affairs because i feel like this movie and i i don't want it to but i do feel like this movie is going to suffer because of this ezra miller crap 
I feel like people aren't going to want to see it. I agree. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to pass on it just because of this. I agree with that. So that's really sad. It's unfortunate. And I feel like all these movies, I don't think anybody could take them seriously because there's always something controversial happening while the movie gets released. You know, we just had Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods, which I didn't think was that bad. And I guess people shit on it. But uh, you basically had The Rock come out with the movie of the anti-version of that character, which they're supposed to meet. But then The Rock went out of his way to basically not be a part of that film, just screwing that film. Yeah. And uh, at the end, sticking Superman in there and kind of saying, screw the, the whole universe. When they were saying, like, no, we're trying to get away from that. And then, of course, there's the whole Henry... Cavill yeah. situation where people just love this person and they're de- not going to the movie on purpose. They're just not going to. He has such a huge fan base, which is weird because his movies weren't that big. Right. Like box office wise, or there would be no problem here. But uh, those movies always kind of did okay. You know, they were doing decent. But uh, now everybody's coming out of the woodwork. It's just like Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. People are coming out of the woodwork now. When those movies were coming out, people didn't give a shit. No, you not know, at all. People were like, oh, it's not Tobey Maguire. You know, I don't like it. You know, oh, he's not a, a kid. He's kind of a punk rock mm-hmm. guy. And everybody was like <laughs> shitting on him. And this happens all the time, and it's so odd. But now we also see the Marvel backlashes happening where people are getting sick of it. The movies aren't that great. Everybody's kind of like sick of it. Now DC's going to suffer for it. Um, James Gunn's going to walk in, and he's saying that this movie's supposed to reboot his entire universe mm-hmm. going forward, and they're going to change everything. Yes. Now, I would love to see exactly what that means in this movie, how this movie ends. Um, well, I, too, am curious, because I did read on Instagram that James Gunn did really enjoy this film when he saw it. He went to the premiere and everything, and he enjoyed it. So. But they have to say that. So you got to take that with a grain of salt. But, I mean, is this... Is it what does he? I mean, I guess he really does have to say it because now he's part of the DC family. Yeah, this is their thing, but man, so. this is not his movie. So he, you know, Ezra Miller at the end of the day, is he going to continue with The Flash? I no, mean, I, I don't think, think so. I think they would use this movie to reboot, and that's why I was wondering if at the end of this movie there is like a new actor as The Flash okay. because they're going to change everything. I'll be I, fine with at that. At least I think we, we really don't know, we really don't know because. I don't know how they could do anything. And there's no way that James Gunn was involved early in the process while this movie was being made unless they filmed stuff at the last minute. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't know. Uh, that's that's strange. Yeah, and because it, he only recently became involved. You know, he, he became like the CEO of yeah, DC. Well, he was already working with the Suicide Squad and they were doing a whole thing with him and another gentleman who I'm forgetting his name. He's also a big part of it. It's not just Gunn. Mm-hmm. I think that he's just structuring it and he's becoming like, he's like co-president of it type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's just a shame because maybe they got in there and they filmed some stuff or they add something, you know, to it. Who knows? And I just kind of, it sucks because there are so many things still haven't come out like Aquaman 2, uh, Blue Beetle. These movies have been filmed. What the hell happened to Blue Beetle? Well, James Gunn just said recently that the Blue Beetle movie is a part of his universe. Okay, because I'm really anxious to see that. I, I, I saw mean, the trailer ages ago. That's an it's it's so odd these movies that because they keep having all these issues. Um, I, I noticed that like a lot of people are, I hear them saying, "Oh, it's uh, Iron Man," you know, with Blue Beetle, okay. and, and and all these movies, and even with this Ezra Miller thing, they were like. Oh, they should have just got Grant Gustin. I'm like, I think you're missing the point. <laughs> like, that's that TV show. And let, let me get that, let me get this out of the way too. The Flash TV show we watched for a while. We did, yeah. And uh, it got to the point where I couldn't take the writing anymore. And people like want to kiss its ass still. I don't know how. God bless them because that that show was that had a lot of problems. Yeah, and it, it and really as much did. as I like Grant Gustin. The show, it was always rinse and repeat the same exact show over and over and over. So, I mean, this, being a fan of these comic books, of course I want to see it because I love Barry Allen. I love these characters. Yeah. I, I I absolutely adore them. I 
well, can I also say this because I'm a nerd? I just want to say one of my problems is that while I like seeing Michael Keaton back as Batman, we almost got a movie that was going to be the actual Flashpoint storyline where we would have had Thomas Wayne, who would have been played by Jeffrey D. Morgan from The Walking Dead because he was Bruce's father and Lauren Cohan from The Walking Dead as well was Martha Wayne. Yeah. And if this was an alternate timeline, those two characters would have been Batman and Joker. And I would have loved to have seen those two actors be Batman and Joker. That would have been some interesting shit. And we almost got that movie because Jeffrey D. Morgan himself said he was being talked to about it. But then when Michael Keaton said yes, they threw him away. I mean, because he's Michael Keaton and he's, you know, his 1989 Batman was, it's still pretty pretty well loved <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean my problem here i guess is that they're going to rely on that that nostalgia that i don't really know if it's there because i think for me and people of our age probably the nostalgia is there but i think that the newer kids that the ones that want to get these into this movie i don't think they give a shit no and also another thing is that i i do feel that, you know, we always say that the best scenes are in the trailer. I personally don't think that Michael Keaton is going to have a huge role in this. I think I, he will. I don't think he is. I don't know why. I just feel like he's just going to be in there for, you know, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, and then, s- you know, it's going to have a couple, he's going to have a couple of scenes, dialogue, and then he's going to be out. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right, because this is the Flash's movie, and we also mm-hmm. have a Supergirl in this movie as well. And who knows what other things, because we also saw uh, Zod. Ben Affleck. We saw Zod. And uh, even uh, we saw an interview with uh, Michael Shannon talking about how he did this movie. And basically in the first movie he did, Man of Steel, he's like, oh, I did a regiment where I had to do like all this training for six months. And he goes, and then I did The Flash and it was like a um, couple weeks. <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's hardly in this movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and the same thing goes with all of them. I, I can see what you're saying. Uh, because it's really going to be Flash's movie, so it's going to be you know, for, you know, focusing on them. But I'm sure each character, the other characters, are probably going to have about 30 minutes. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not going to see Batfleck a, a lot. We're not. No, I think it's going to be cameos. He so. doesn't even want to do this anymore. So it's like you know, I don't. It's weird. I don't see him, you know, having a major role in this film. It's definitely going to be about Barry. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, it's his movie. And you so. know, I feel another thing about this Ezra Miller thing. I feel like you have to turn it off because. When you go into this movie, he as Barry Allen is is quite endearing. He's he's you know got charisma. Yeah. He's got charm. You're absolutely right. That's a so huge mess up. You here. can't you cannot go in with this point of view. We're like, oh, I'm not gonna like this movie because I don't like Ezra Miller and his actions. But on the other hand, you like the character of Barry Allen. It's like that whole Michael Jackson thing. Michael Jackson was a bad person. He did bad things, right? Uh, but mean, yeah. you know he made thriller allegedly, yeah. allegedly. this is it's people's the, uh, thinking you know like it's when, the art versus the artist yes but it, yeah. when you listen to you know off the wall or you know thriller all, everybody you, has a thing that they love and that thing if you go into it you're right. gonna find out some dirt oh it's of course gonna be bad. and there are i mean the beatles uh, Gary Oldman, things that I love. Yeah. I know that there's a huge bunch of problems. Everybody there. has their issues and their problems, and I'm not condoning this or anything. But when you go into a movie, it, you just have to kind of separate the actor from their real life because the or the character. I'm sorry, the character from the real life of the actor. It's like Tom Cruise. We know Tom Cruise is a little bit nutty on the outside, but his movies, you know, he does all these his own stunts. He's kind of out there. He's balls to the wall. Yeah. You know, we we have to just kind of go in with two split ways of thinking. Yeah, I'm with you because uh, Ezra Miller actually kind of brought a, a dorkable charm to Barry. He's, I, I'm he's not yeah. the Barry that I would have chosen or written, uh, but he did bring something to it that was a lot of fun. He really did, and he was adorable, um, you know, in the scenes that he was in, and I thought he really did... A, a good flash and so that's why when i'm going in with my expectations of this i i don't have any expectations the only thing is is i really want to turn off that one side of my brain it's like oh you know oh yeah i, I this actor's kind of nutty yeah. but i'm i'm gonna watch i'm going in to watch 
Barry, Barry Allen, the character of Barry Allen. Yeah. I'm not going to judge this just based on the nuttiness of one actor, you know? Yeah. I, I This is a whole film with an ensemble cast of people. I, I'm not going to judge it before I get in there, you know? And that's just how I'm thinking. But worst case scenario, so we're going to go into worst case scenario sure, really sure. quick. Um, I, I, I don't want them to... I'm not going to lie. I really don't want the scene stealers, which is Batfleck and Keaton to completely take over. Like, you know, I don't, I I know that they're not going to, like I said, I think they're going to have very little screen time, but I don't want it to be their, their scenes to be a kind of like goofy, you know, like too comic-y, too comic booky. You know what I'm saying to you? That's an issue. I, I can't wait to see how they do it because Michael Keaton's movies are on that edge yes they're they're yeah with his his joker being jack nicholson at the time and yeah they're it's tim burton trying to do the uh the adam west batman show and also bring it to his flair with his darkness stuff right and he made it i mean i I was just talking to somebody online uh, about this uh saying that tim burton kind of changed comics after that Mm -hmm. and we got the dark stuff that we're now used to with Batman because of Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. He really helped change things. And what, while that's interesting is what you're saying is it's also borderlining on that cheese from that. Yes, Adam that's West. what I'm saying. Like it's we we've we've established three new actors as as Batman. So we have Christian Bale, that's and we a, have that's an issue. You know, know. we have uh, Batfleck, when we have Battinson, and so we got a whole bunch of different Batmans here. But they still have that brooding. They still have that that constant ache, you know, that darkness. And Michael Keaton's Batman was awesome. We love him. But he does have that comic booky feel. Yeah. He kind of rides that line. Yeah. So I don't want there to be five different tones in this movie. That That is, I think that's going to be a problem. I think there's going to be too many. That's my worst case scenario. Especially since it's two berries and two versions of berry. Yeah. And so we're going to get like the dork and then the even worse dork. Yes. And yes, uh, it's going to really balance there. And it's going to, it's probably going to be jarring. Yeah. I think uh, my worst case here is that this movie is all over the place with the tones and it kind of throws you out of the movie. That's my worst case scenario. I, I don't want that to happen. And I'm hoping that I'm wrong. But what do you feel about worst case, best case? Well, oh, there's so many things I can talk about here. Uh, yeah, I mean, worst case scenario is going to just be that the comedy doesn't work, that it's a little too cheesy. There are shots in the trailer that seem very CGI overload, mm-hmm. uh, especially like there's a slow motion scene where she punches somebody. It kind of looks too much CG. I agree with that. Um it, it, I'm worried about Kara. I'm worried about Kara. Yeah, Zorro. she might be a huge yeah. issue. Uh, changing her as much as they did, mm-hmm. and adding her instead of doing a Superman reference, or mm-hmm. it, it's an interesting concept, and I'm kind of digging and wanting to see where they're going to go with that, how it's going to work. Um, but yeah, worst case scenario is that all these like little things just don't come together well. Now, we didn't talk about the director. I believe his name is Andy Muschietti. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. Never do. Uh, but he's the director of uh, the It movies. Oh. Yeah, he did the... Okay, so he's he's a horror yeah, guy. Yeah, he, he's done a couple things like that. And very strange pick. But he, he did bring such a uh, tone to... Um, Pennywise. And did that... That first It movie is awesome. It is. I don't think anybody can deny it. I think we all agree that first it is great. The second one has always had problems, even in the uh, television version. Yeah. Uh, but he brought a lot of flair to it, and he also is really good with younger actors. And I'm, I think that I'm really interested to see his tone in the comic book realm. And apparently James Gunn liked him so much that apparently... He asked him to direct the new Batman film with oh, him. Oh shit! Well, I mean, no, this. Okay, if you're since you brought up tones, he does have a tendency towards towards the dark. Like he directed Mama, yeah, that he, horror that film. That was his first thing, I think. Um, yeah, so I think maybe we got we we have some kind of hope here for that, darkness. That definitely will work in the Batman aspect. 
Yeah. But a lot of it is bright. Now, like Barry's more bright, and there's a lot of colors, a lot of bright colors in this trailer. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting. Uh, but I can see why he would ask him to do the Batman because mm-hmm. it's going to be Batman and Robin. It's going to be a Damon Wayne situation, and he's good with kids because that first It movie, he the kids were great. Yeah, they were. So that's kind of interesting, and I can't wait to see why if James Gunn's like, uh, I want you in on more stuff. Mm-hmm. which sucks for him because he probably is getting a little probably had such a bad experience which all these directors did with the dc with the warner brothers stuff mm-hmm. they had so much problems so my worst case scenario is definitely going to be that these things just don't gel right. but my best case scenario is that hey it's comic books it's dc there's going to be a lot of like winks and nods and easter eggs and references and I'm just going to enjoy myself because of that. I'm hoping that's so for you. the best case you. scenario. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping so for you. I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going, I'm, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people get really, um, they call it what, Stan, that when you, when you defend something to the, it's blue in the face, which I say you die on the hill. Yeah. Look, I'm not one of those people. I don't die on that hill. I will say when something's a turd. And I'm going to say right now, I full on believe this is going to be a six. I don't okay. think it's going to be anything higher than that. I'm just hoping it's not lower. Let's just hope for the best and here. Because, I mean, you know, look, we enjoyed Fury of the Gods, but I'm sure looking back at it wasn't as good. But we just had a good time. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it even wasn't... Black Adam. I think we were a little generous on it. Yeah, because we just had a good time. There was things about it as a comic book fan. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, and see the see, seeing the Rock, like you know, in the costume, yeah. we like the Rock. We're, yeah. So it's it's uh, we were entertained. It was like Dr. Fate and those guys that yeah. kind of made me really happy. But uh, I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just want the best for something that I know is great. And if anybody's ever seen the animated shows of these damn things, these properties of DC, Justice League Unlimited, Batman the Animated Series Season, yeah, Young Justice. Young Justice uh, is good. It is incredible stuff. And they kill it almost all the time on their motion picture animated movies i just wish other people because i know there's a lot of people who don't watch those kind of things they see animation they get scared so that's a shame but i want everybody to know you know because i'm so sick and tired of hearing people talk about the marvel movies like they are the first that ever did anything right and half those characters are rips off of dc characters and vice sometimes vice versa I'll stick up to DC a lot more. They do. They both rip each other off. Well, it's so hard because a lot of the artists kind of transfer to both uh, DC and Marvel. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of want people to realize how good some of these things are. That's why I get so mad when people, like, defend the Zack Snyder stuff because it's just so unlike the comic characters. They're very dark and brooding. Like, everybody. Superman should not be like that. He shouldn't be the god he should be a hero if he looks up to. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping, and that's what James Gunn says he wants to fix. So every time someone's like freaking out about Henry Cavill, I just go, give Gunn a moment. Because yeah, let him have a chance. Let's, let's see what he pulls out because he really does love the property. All the characters. He is such a friggin' nerd that he referenced that Batmite was real in the Peacemaker universe. <laughs> that kind of shit <laughs> is funny. like ballsy. To, to say, I'm going to do a Suicide Squad movie and I'm going to use Starro. It's just like, damn, I'm I'm impressed by you. I'm impressed that you're going willing to go that far. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that this movie will at least set up the following universe that I hope works out, that I have no... I have... What, what's the, uh, the guarded uh, expectations here, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to be fooled. I'm not going to lie about it, too. I'm going to tell you straight up if something sucks. So I mean, yes, but... Also, you know, you kind of, you don't want to, you don't want to feel this way, but you kind of really, really, really expect it to be what you want it to be in your heart, like a little bit, you know? Like I think I'm, everybody always kind of does. You know, but I, I don't know. I don't, I just don't know. I don't have any, any thoughts. Of, I, I, I think I'm, I'll come out with a six as well. I, that's a shame, but yeah, I think so. We'll I, see. I mean, I don't know. I'm a... Uh cautiously optimistic yeah well that's how we go go into every movie pretty much right i mean sometimes i just go (laughs) except fast x (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was so excited for that movie, and you motherfuckers. I destroyed it you for you, huh? fucking ruined it. I mean... I hated that movie. I'm trying to think of movies we went in recently where we were like, oh, I'm so pumped. <laughs> and like like you were pumped for like Renfield and stuff like that. I was pumped for Guardians. I, I actually Guardians. loved Guardians. I did. That was, that lived up to I what I wanted. I didn't like it as much as everybody else does, but yeah. Renfield didn't um, blow my mind. It didn't and blow I, mind. I was yeah. really so, I mean, anytime I could see Nicolas Cage do his thing, that's, it's a win for me. Yeah. But I, I don't remember the last time I was like, Super stoked. I, I mean, right now I'm stoked for a future movie, which is Wes Anderson's new movie. Yeah, but next week. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm By just the way, I her. love you for being stoked for a independent director's constant movie craziness. That I I love that because you, a lot of people are stoked for blockbusters, and you're stoked for Wes Anderson. Wes films. Anderson is my favorite director. I think he's I, freaking fantastic. I just love that. And I, I wish more people were like that because <laughs> I don't think anybody, everybody's like talking about all the usual shit. I can't stop hearing about Fast and the Furious and Guardians and all that. Yeah. And all, over here we're like, hey, what's that quirky movie coming out? What's that quirky <laughs> Wes Anderson flick coming out? You know? Asteroid City, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, anyways, we're, let's go check out The Flash. Okay, we'll let's be go. Back. Time has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds, drawn to each other like magnets. My face. So my face. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sorry. We've been waiting for you. I created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? just saw the flash and i loved it <laughs> really is that how you're starting this out that's how because i'm starting it out i was gonna say after you said we're back i was gonna be like okay lay it on me big guy <laughs> i figured you know what i'm not even gonna let that happen i'm just gonna talk about it no i'm say right off the bat okay then i'm a kitty i'm just a a giddy schoolboy right now clapping <laughs> in fandom uh yeah, I mean, holy shit! I'm, I'm like, I'm not. We're not doing spoilers, of course. No, unless we say it at the end or whatever. Mm -mm. But this movie is jam packed with nerddom. I mean, holy crap that they go out of their way. Um, basically anything that the uh, Flash TV show tried to do during their big events with the um, Green Arrow and everything like that. This was like, hey, any of those things that they did, uh, screw it. We got, we got this double time. <laughs> We're gonna do everything they couldn't do. Uh, yeah, this is a this is this is a real fan explosion. I think as a DC Comics fan, I think that the director and the screenwriter they kind of nailed it. Uh, I'm gonna say right off the bat. I mean, like easy negatives, easy negatives, because this is far from perfect. This is just a great blockbuster popcorn film would one of the negatives be the so cgi-ish that it almost looks like a cartoon yeah, the cgi is the biggest flaw um this is unfortunately extremely reliant on cgi i and, think it has to be but that's a that's a problem because they actually reference uh, back to the future which deserves to be referenced because this feels very in tone with that mm-hmm this has definitely got its inspiration from it and they had to talk about it. But the problem is when you're referencing a movie that does um, seeing another person or yourself, 
better than your movie and it's that many years later, that's a problem because this movie didn't do any clever edits. It did CGI face laps over the second versions and sometimes it looks horrendous. I caught it multiple times throughout the film where uh, Ezra Miller's face was sometimes just look like a rubber band moving on. So you can tell what someone else's standing body and then they put the face over it and it happens a lot. Now I, I will say that yes, on the action and some of the crazier aspects, it needed to be more cheesy CGI, especially the brilliant 30 minute, 40 minute opening or 30 minute opening because it has one of the best killer openings I have seen in an action film or comedy in a very long time. I thought it was hilarious. I can see a lot of people being like squirmish, like squeamish, squirmish. Is that a word? I'm going to use it anyway. I would say, yeah, you can use whatever word you want to describe it. I can yeah. see a lot of people being angry about that joke that they open this with, but the CG is cartoony and I think for the better. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean... Yeah. I, mean, I I think that, well, I too also love this movie. I thought it was fun. There was so much in this movie that made me also feel giddy and happy and just bouncing out of my seat. But I will say that one of the major, I mean, I don't want to say flaws, but one of the major letdowns for me was the over overuse of CGI. Like it was just... In scenes it didn't even need it. Yeah, it was, it was uh, a little bit extra. I mean, just so heavy on it. And it was very reliant, like you said. Like, even just the the scenes where there could be a human standing there. Yes. They were CG'd. And it was just, uh, all right, okay. Like, this looks like a wax figure here. Or it, like a like a rubber, it like just, silly yeah. putty. Sometimes. Silly, it, you know? Yeah. Very, very obvious. That's the bigger problem. Yes. There is a uh, um, an aspect in this film, which uh, I think the character calls, this movie deals with time, so it's not a spoiler. But uh, he, I think he names it the Quantum Bowl. Mm. And it's a round room. And this CGI was baffling to me because it was scenes from the movie. But all they had to do was spiral it around him. Instead, they seem to have recreated everything in CGI. And some of it just was like unpolished CGI. So it looked very fake mm -hmm. around him, especially when it was scenes we've seen Right. Like of just real faces. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the, f what were they thinking in some of these scenes? Like they do look like video game cutscenes from, I would say five or six years ago, which yes. is kind of weird. Yes. Um, but it does add to the tone, which it's going for, which is wacky fun. Mm -hmm. And I was right about some of the things I said in the beginning of this podcast and the before review about, um, maybe not having so much Affleck because he just didn't want to do this anymore. It was the perfect amount. And it was the perfect amount. It really was the perfect amount. And I was really happy to see Michael Keaton again. I thought his scenes were great. Um, I don't really have a feeling either way about Kara. Yeah, I feel like of all, everybody, her and, of course, uh, Michael Shannon, which I, I guessed in the opening, mm -hmm. had the least. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm sorry if anyone gets annoyed by this because everyone has their own views, but... I thought Ezra Miller was fantastic. Yeah. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. He was charming. He was ridiculous. He was funny as hell. Funny as hell. Yeah. He had so much charisma. What I respected was that the one of the versions that we guessed was going to be a cornier version. In oh, the wait. Yes, way over the top. And uh, what I respected was they referenced that he knew. Oh, I am. And so the whole time he's like, oh, it's a little too over the top and it's getting a little grating perfect timing in the movie they actually said i you don't think i know how annoying i am mm -hmm. like i know i'm annoying you know yeah i mean he, and, he, and did, I he like, took punches at himself there and it was jabs. it was good to do that it was smart yeah. because they had to reference yeah this is getting a little tired mm -hmm. but uh i have to you have to respect that, that mm -hmm. the movie's actually doing it for a reason when a movie when a movie does something and it annoys you and it never really references why it's being done that's a problem. Yeah. This movie actually goes to lengths to explain, yeah, there's a reason for it. Like, this is who I am because I have the things that I have and versus you and how you became. Mm -hmm. And it's a great um, difference between the two. 
Right. And this is like what I said in the beginning that, you know, whatever your personal feelings are with this person as a human being outside of the acting world, just go into this movie and have a good time because this character and the way he plays this character, it, it's, it's fantastic. I, I mean, I had a great time with it. Also, you know, I love the little surprises. There's so many amazing surprises in this film and you can't miss them. You can't. It, it's, it's, it's great. It's like, you feel this sense of like elation when you see on the screen, like, Oh, that's awesome. You know, you kind of get like, ee. yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, so I felt that so many times in this movie and it was just pure fun and, you know, silliness to the 11th degree. I mean, it just, the silliness did go to 11, but it was just so much fun. You can't like, you just can't even think about it. It, it was supposed to be in there. It was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the Flash and Barry Allen is, you know, he's he's so sweet and endearing and, and, and goofy, you know? Mm-hmm. He's goofy. So it, it just worked. Everything in this movie worked. Um, there was some usage of characters that I wish we had more of, but this movie had, what, a two-hour runtime? Something like it's that? It's longer. I think it's got to be longer than that. Longer than two hours? I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, we only felt it because, you know, we got back home pretty late. So we're like, oh, crap, you know? Yeah, maybe it is only two hours and something minutes or something. Uh, I don't know. No, it is two hours and 24 minutes. Okay, I was going to say two and a half. We actually sat through the credits because there is a end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Not necessary to see. It's just a joke. Yeah. But uh, Well, as far as the DC Universe goes right now, I think they have a win. I think this movie was that, fun. I'm, I know. It's weird because I think in the before I said that I've been enjoying some of their stuff that people don't like, like Shazam. I I didn't mind it. I know it has its problems, but it's fun. Like, even Black Adam, which I didn't love, I still found things about it that were enjoyable. You know, it's like, oh, this is fun. This is a stupid, fun film. Sure. And I I also don't... But here's the thing about the... um, With Shazam, I don't feel like that has the appeal as seeing batman and the flash on screen together you oh, know oh without so, a doubt this yes, topples it, it this but... i mean our theater was super duper packed uh, we had a lot of people and when we saw shazam it, it was very minimal and I, I feel bad about that it's terrible because i thought the movie was really cute but this one just has a different appeal and you know you kind of relate to barry as a human like because he he has those he has human emotions yeah some of it actually got to me at the end, especially yeah. at the end. Uh, it actually worked it emotionally. Really did. I thought it really worked. Yeah. Um. Just a little side note, fellas. If you're gonna bring your girlfriend to a superhero movie such as this, make sure they have half a brain cell in their skull, and they don't sit there and just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk through the whole movie, so that they just annoy the shit out of the person sitting next to them if you haven't figured it out joe sat next to somebody who uh, was really annoying yeah yeah don't bring your girlfriend with half a brain cell to the movies just don't do that okay because it makes me mad and it makes me like angry and it kind of the the couple next to me kind of took me out a little bit a couple times so i was like getting pissed off because this whole entire time i was having such a ride it was so much fun yeah and there's so many amazing Things like you can just, I can't even say it, damn it, without spoiling. But it's, yeah, it's a hard one to talk about because the trailer does show a bunch of stuff, so you kind of know what you're going in for. You've got a, a Supergirl, you got Batman, uh, two different kinds of Batman, uh, you have two Ezra Miller flashes, you have all the nostalgia of the Michael Keaton Batman, it's all mm-hmm. in there. And I enjoyed how they did it, and I enjoyed how mm-hmm. everything was incorporated. I I love that they kept referencing everything that has happened. I was worried that they were going to shy away from a lot of things that happened. Um, no, they went out of their way to reference everything, like Cyborg, who the actor refuses to come back. Um, but they went out of their way to reference all these characters. So well done on them. Uh, I will say that uh, they have a hard, they have a big problem with their hands because. To me, this is a highlight film, and it didn't exactly set up what we expected at the end Mm -hmm. to set up a new universe of what uh, James Gunn's movies will be. But this did... It did it it so good that you kind of want more at the end. 
I definitely do. And I I think the big problem going forward is they're never going to be able to do the Flash. It's going to be tough to do the Flash on Mm. screen after this. Because this one, this really did everything you could want. It really did. It was it was everything. It had so much heart, so much, um, you know, it had comedy. It had just everything. I mean, everything you could possibly want in a in a movie, not just a superhero movie. You're not looking at it. It's just a superhero movie. It, it really did have everything that you could possibly want. And they didn't, you know, overdo the whole like lovey dovey thing like this. Sometimes they kind of do They throw it in there. And they had something, but not not anything oversaturating. Yeah, so that was really good. Yeah, they they had to they had to go back to some of the stuff they established in uh, mm-hmm. the Justice League movie. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I was gonna say like this is a movie. It took Spider Man three movies to do something even like this, you know. And this is doing it in its own first movie. That's what I'm like. They, how could they ever top this? You know what I mean? And I that, that's a really funny thing that. Even if this, um, all the stuff um, behind the scenes didn't happen, how would they have done another one? Because this one really went out of its way to like just do so much crazy shit. It really did. Yeah. And so they, they would never have been able to do more and more of these because everybody would be like, well, it's not as good as the first one. You know, like the first one is just such a top, you know? I know you know, I got to say, one of um, my favorite things about this, though, and I didn't feel it when I was watching like the Justice League when I saw the Flash on screen, was the actual look and feel of the the suit, like the way it, it lit up and the way. Oh yeah. It was stunning. It was just so stunning. His suit. Yeah. It, it was amazing. You know, I've heard. I think I've heard people trash uh, Ezra Miller's running technique, but I really love it. He's doing this like water movement type thing with his hands, mm-hmm. like he's just like waving them, and. It just looks great, especially when he like poses and he runs. Like I just really like the way that it comes out. Yeah, you know? like I mean, it's almost like his fingers are flowing in the wind. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah. I really do appreciate Ezra Miller's performance. I do. Aside from whatever human crap you know is he's got going on, the character that a Barry Allen that he plays, I think he does a fantastic job. It's a lot of fun, and it's a totally different take, which. Is odd because you think that you want to get a little closer to the comics, but he's a completely different version, and I really enjoy. I really enjoy it. I really like watching him. And I, I do like, too. I like watching him talk to the other characters in the universe. They have good dynamic with him, and mm-hmm. I've heard the actors have nothing but good things to say about him behind the scenes. Like, but that's true. That's I, true. I've heard that too. I've heard they all said that they're shocked by it. Yeah. Like, and oh, oh, another thing to point out was the freaking score. I love uh, it, it. went everywhere. Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. I, I don't know who did it, it but uh, they brought everything in, which yeah. was great. It was a great score. And I will say, like, um, Supergirl, mm-hmm. um, the fight scenes with her when when she's battling in this movie, I really was enjoying it. Like, I was like, this looks great. Yeah. Her colors and her outfit, what a stark contrast. I love... Um, in this movie, like you go to like uh, Batman, and so it's all darks. But then you have Barry in this bright red outfit that's more comic book than mm-hmm. ever. It is. And then you have Supergirl's outfit, which is also so bright and beautiful. And then they have her fighting in the sun. And, and it, it's it looks so cool. It looks like, so I, stunning. The the cape. I don't know. I just I I have a lot of good things to say. I know the there that jarring flaw flaw of the CGI. Is without a doubt a problem. The CGI kind of it jarred me a lot. Like, yeah. you know, and and you know, the way I see it though is like, if someone's standing still, you don't need to put that much CG on them because then they just look like silly putty. That's what I'm saying. And I felt that way with um, Kara a little bit when she was just hovering in the sky. Oh, I didn't notice it on her. I noticed it on her, big time. Okay. Especially on her cape and stuff. It was it was just cartoonish like sometimes i thought oh, i was looking see, at I a cartoon the cape look good. Yeah. no like just sometimes it wasn't all the time but uh you know uh, there's a lot of scenes in the movie where y- the the cg it looks like they're melting it's it's you can just notice it it's very very in your face yeah so that would be like one of my only things that i didn't care for was that the it was just so overly saturated with the cg and it, it's like 
it's not a small thing. It's a big thing because it does take you out of scenes. Yes. And you can't help but the uncanny valley. You can't help but see it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just takes you out of the moment or distracts you from what you're supposed to be caring about. Mm-hmm. I will also say that um, I wish some of the emotion felt bigger. I, I think the ending worked, the emotional stuff with the end. But other stuff, it, it, it didn't feel like the weight that it needed. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, and like, I think that's definitely a drawback. I, I also think that at times the humor could have been a, a little too forced. I think some people would say cringy, but I don't like using that. I just, I think forced, it made me laugh. There was some stuff that I liked, like uh, when he said, hey, uh, hey, Barbie, let's go party. I, yeah, I was like, I got to tell you. Who the hell knows this joke? Yes, we do, because we love pop culture stuff. It but made like, me laugh. I don't care. so many pop culture references and so many funny things that he that came out of his mouth that I was just laughing. I literally laughed through the whole movie. There were so many things that were so I do laugh at dumb things. Me too. I, I laugh at laugh, dumb things. Yeah. But I was like, oh God, there's just some crazy scenes in this and I mean you'll see. I, it's just crazy. I actually just thought of a scene where it's a perfect example of bad uh, bad comedy. Uh, for some strange reason the movie decided to have roommates show up. In a scene that is not needed whatsoever. Yeah. To and the jokes are not funny. No, they kind of just fall flat. I it, didn't understand why they put that in there at all. It's a guy with a tattoo, and there's a drunk girl that like burps, and it it, it went a little that like I just kept thinking, well, they're really messing up here. This is kind of like a little mm-hmm. too much. Yeah, I mean, there were some flaws. You know, this wasn't like you said it. It wasn't a perfect film at all. No. But it it was very fun. It made me laugh. I was very entertained, you know, and the heartfelt stuff was there. And um, I, I enjoyed myself during this theater experience, except for the twit next to me. But otherwise. <laughs> yeah, with that, but I'm, I'm surprised. I, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that I enjoyed it so much. I mean, it's not hard for me because I'm a little biased with my love of DC comics. Well, no, but... it actually, I was really nervous because I really wanted this one to work out for you because, you know, you're such a diehard it's, fan. It didn't blow me away. Like, no, but it... you were happy leaving the theater and that's important to me, you know? Like, I wanted you to be happy and you, when you said you were giddy, I was like, oh, that's freaking awesome. You're, you know, it's so cute. I love it. Oh, I was... There were times where I was completely unaware that I was watching a movie. Like, I felt like mm-hmm. I was in the movie and I was crossing my arms in anger right? at characters. I was like, oh, I know. get him. Get stop that. <laughs> oh, you got to stop that bad guy. I, I love they They actually fixed some things, too, that I had problems with. Uh, although, at times, I still laughed about how the, the things that people complain about with these uh, Zack Snyder movies, they still did some of those, like killing people and like people are clearly getting killed you mm-hmm. know what I mean? uh, um, i'm not a big fan of that with these characters but sometimes they did things where like oh he tried to save someone here or oh save those people over there and um i'm always cleaning up your mess why am i always cleaning up bat messes and stuff like that yeah. like those are fun little jokes and little uh winks that also kind of fix the lore mm-hmm of what these movies were doing and but <laughs> something so funny about just seeing batman murdering people just makes me laugh so hard I'm like well I you know. guys are missing that mark huh? i looked at you i was like oh lord what is he thinking right now <laughs> but like it's wild yeah i, I was still <laughs> laughing uh, like this is that i'm not even kidding the 30 minute opener is worth the price of admission. Like, I think. It was it was so it, great. And I don't I mean, know. I think other people weren't laughing. I was dying. I was dying laughing. too. I know because I think that they were just in shock. Maybe uh, the balls they that they had believe... to do what they were joking around about. Like... Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was it was so funny. And, and there's no way that you could see this scene and not laugh. I mean, you you gotta be like you know completely dead inside to not even giggle. <laughs> That's what so. I felt. I was, I was actually covering my mouth laughing so hard that I was like, I cannot believe they had the balls to make these jokes. I know. There were so many moments in the movie where I was I was laughing out loud and I felt like I was the only one laughing. So I was trying to like keep it to myself. But yeah. sometimes I just couldn't help it. I laughed pretty loud over everybody. Also, I will, I will have to point this out too. This is a shocking PG-13 
Oh, he says fuck. He said shit like three times. Yes. And they, like we that joke that we're open, talking about in the opening is pretty, pretty friggin' adult. I don't know who they thought that was for, but it mm-hmm. was for me because I was dying. But uh, that was like, I cannot believe this is an R. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It should. I mean, People I are... think it should. They scooted by. They just scooted by. But I mean, he does say he does say the F word. He says shit so many times. He does. And uh, there's adult tones, you know, in this. Oh, so many. He's so... Like butt naked. And oh, he's part. naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, by the way, so much was happening in that scene that was funny. But I couldn't even laugh because so much was happening that right. I was actually like, I taken out of the moment. I know. I was like, this director does not give a shit. He's no. going to put everything in this movie. Like, I could not believe that running gag where yeah. he was naked. I, I was like, Oh, he was what? naked for a good portion of the movie. I was like, holy crap, what is <laughs> like, happening what? here? <laughs> but I, I mean, just so we don't like, you know, ramble on about the same thing over and over again, I will tell you that this movie was fun. And I think that you guys should all go see it because it, it w- you'll have a good time. You will you will have a good time. I think people should definitely check it out. Definitely, what, definitely. What check are you it scoring out. it out of ten? I really enjoyed myself. I don't think it was a great movie. No, but I had fun with it. I'm yeah. gonna give it a seven. I'm going with a seven. Yeah, I'm I, gonna give it a seven. I originally said that I didn't think I would ever go past a six tonight. And I'm surprised that I am because... Yeah, I am delightfully surprised. And I will... Oh, another thing to let you guys know that... um, So you don't have to Google it. You should stay. I said it already, but yeah. Oh, you did? I said it's a joke. It's not necessary to see it. No. It's just like a dumb joke. Yeah, it's fun. It's It's fun fun. anyway. Um, So, yeah. And um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this movie. I would love it. So if you guys want to... um, go to our instagram uh i am the crafty misfit on instagram and um scott is just another movie night he runs our movie night page so uh we always post our links to our podcast on there and yeah always want to hear your bad movies tell us your bad movies recommendations Mm -hmm. for bad movies or good movies and we love to hear what you think about this one because i really think that dc has a win with this one yeah. I think so. I don't know how they're going to go forward. It's going to be crazy to act like nothing happened. I don't even know how they're going to do it. I so don't know. I cannot but imagine this next stuff. I really just think that this, this, one's, this one's very good. It's fun. It's a very fun movie. All right. So yeah. that's it. Everybody, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye. I'm only laughing on the outside. My smile is just skin deep. If you could see inside, I'm really crying. You might join me for a week. 